0: Kathleen, can you ask me in front of all of these people, all of
1: these witnesses, can you please ask me, am I going to play Obi-Wan Kenobi again? Ewan? Yes? Are you going to play Obi-Wan Kenobi again? Yes.
2: Welcome to the Wampas Lair podcast. Deep in the bowels of the frozen ice caverns of Hawk, our hosts, Carl LeClaire, Jason Hunt, and Katie Horn, discuss all things Star Wars. So join the conversation and hang out here in the Wampas Lair.
0: Splendid thing, love. Lift us up where we belong. All you need is love. Please don't start that again. All what? you need is love. A girl has got to eat. All
2: you need is love. She'll end up on the street. All you need uh. is
1: love. Love is just a game.
0: I was made for loving you, baby. You were made for loving me.
2: The only way of loving me, baby, is to pay a lovely fee. Uh, How do I come into this? Uh, Thank you everyone so much for listening to this episode of the Wampus Lair Podcast. This is episode number 346, D23 Extravaganza. I'm as always one of your hosts, Jason Hunt, and with me, the Mandalorian and Rise of Skywalker to my (laughs) Kenobi, we have Carl LeClaire and Katie Horn.
0: (laughs) I know what I am. I'm the Rise of Skywalker. That
1: is for sure. I guess I'll be the Mandalorian. And I just, you know, I really want you and McGregor to sing in Kenobi like he did in Moulin Rouge. What can oh, I say? Oh,
0: please. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I didn't know that Carl was going to play that song, but as soon as it started oh. up, like my heart. <laughs> exploded.
1: I was, hoping, I was hoping one of you would get excited about it.
0: Oh my uh, god. It's been so long since I've watched this movie and now I want to go watch it right now.
1: <laughs> it's so good. i sitting
0: there going, how do I come into this? Well, and then that's the thing. Her name is Satine. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Who's this
1: for? And this one's for you. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> <laughs> No, like,
1: you guys, her
2: name is Satine.
0: It
1: is. In Mulan Rouge. No. And McGregor's partner is named Satine. I think Mulan Rouge is the prequel to Kenobi.
0: Yeah, no, I just straight up think it's an episode of The Clone Wars. Like, it's just, just straight up. one 100- Right?
2: right? <laughs> it would not surprise me if they actually <laughs> named Satine after Moulin Rouge. You right. know, yeah, that would not surprise me at all. Oh my gosh! <laughs> hi guys. Hello. Uh, so
1: hi. there's been a few things that were dropped this weekend at the D23 Expo. Really? I, don't know. I didn't hear about it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I've been under a rock and have not touched a Twitter. I don't. I don't know what that is.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think you'd literally have to be completely unplugged to not know what was going on this weekend. <laughs> Um, oh my
2: gosh.
1: So so many things, right? We've got the Mandalorian trailer. We we got the release date of Clone Wars. We got the announcement of Kenobi and we of course got some Rise of Skywalker footage plus that new poster. And as of right now we're recording this on Sunday evening, so we have to wait till tomorrow for that sizzle reel that's supposed to drop after Good Morning America in the morning. So unfortunately, we can't spot talk specifics. Obviously, we've all heard about some of the specifics from yeah. people that were there, um, but there's just so much to talk about, and there is there's a lot of Star Wars going on right now. The end of this year, you know, basically October through really February, it's going to be like nonstop Star Wars. How do you guys feel about it? <laughs> I I I'm, I
0: mean,
2: I'm weak. weak. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, I'm only. Oh. Human. I'm only <laughs> it's gonna be a lot, but I'm excited. it I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm gonna take it one day at a time, just to like you know not drown. But I'm okay with that right now. I, I, I've I've made my bed. I'll sleep in it when it comes to Star Wars. Apparently.
0: Oh. I, I feel like that one, you know, joke from The Simpsons. Stop! He's already dead.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, so much, but I'm so excited. Resistance in October, Mandalorian in November. We got Rise of Skywalker in December, Clone oh, Wars God. in February. Oh God! Oh, That's and the then thing. we got Cassian Andor and Obi Wan Kenobi coming down the pipe. Dear Lord.
0: The uh, Untitled Cassian Andor Project. I'm like, yes. you guys, if you hide the name of this thing only to call it Cassian, we're going to have to have words, okay?
1: Yeah, I just, <laughs> yeah that'll be kind of dumb. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I mean,
0: that's what they did with Solo. They're like, mm, can't tell you the name. Right,
1: right, right. It's Solo. It's that's solo. it. Right. It's yeah. <laughs> well, true, they did. Oh, man. <laughs> um. So, you know, for... We're not getting into any of the, the matchup stuff, unfortunately, or uh, we're going to save some. We've gotten some great new iTunes reviews. So, again, just a quick thank you to those of you who've written them. We are going to get to those next week with our next episode. But we just want to um right, like we are not normally a news podcast, but there were a lot of big things this weekend. And we'd be remiss to not talk about them. Um, yes. But just for, just for fun, I threw up a poll on Twitter a few hours ago. So, granted, it's only a few hours old but asking folks just what they were most excited about so far from what we got at D23. Now, obviously, on Twitter polls, you can only put four things. So I did not put in Cassian, for instance, or Resistance, which kind of foolish to not put in Resistance, although it didn't get touched at D23, so I guess that's fair. Mm, yeah. um, but right, so I put it Mandalorian, Kenobi, Clone Wars, Rise of Skywalker. As it sits right now, uh, Kenobi's uh, winning with 40%, Rise of Skywalker with 31 hmm. Mandalorian with 20 and then Clone Wars with 9 um, which okay. I, I think and again, this is this is people that respond to our Twitter. This could be totally different on a different podcast feed or on a different you know if StarWars.com did it. Who knows what the the reactions would be? Um, but that's kind yeah. of where it stands right now for us. Um, but and I think uh, the
2: reason why Clone Wars is just so quiet is because we've known it's coming, and all we got was the release date essentially. So right.
1: mm-hmm. and that, I mean, we got that really cool still, still picture. Of Ahsoka and Maul facing down one another.
2: Oh. Yes, that's true. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Guys, that's still... We'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. We'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, I told you, I can't breathe.
1: I can't. <laughs> I'm weak. So, you know, um, I got to say, the thing I am honestly most excited for, just in general coming down the pipe is The Mandalorian. I'm, as of right now, where it stands, now, granted, maybe that sizzle reel will change everything tomorrow morning. Um, mm-hmm. But It's uh, entirely
2: I, possible. We
1: were talking about this a little bit before we recorded, but, you know, for me personally, the, you know, episode nine, it's a saga film. So there's just, there's, for me, there's a lot at stake with it in a way that there just isn't with any of these other projects. So, like, for instance, if Mandalorian comes out and I don't like it, fine, like I'm easily just walking mm-hmm. away. With I mean, I've done that with lots of the new Star Wars novels, the comics, you know, I've started things where I'm like, eh, this isn't really for me, and just kind of walk away from it. Yeah. But, right, like I think for a lot of fans, and I'm obviously one of them, the saga films just mean something different, so mm-hmm. I have this weird like nervousness about Rise of Skywalker. I'm excited for sure, but I'm also really nervous. But Mandalorian, <laughs> I'm just excited. <laughs> like, you know, because um, for me, there's no stakes. Um, and, and I think this is also why it's really exciting. Um, and we were, again, we were talking about this off air, but it's really exciting time for star Wars as rise of Skywalker comes to an end later this year. And the saga is done until, I mean, let's be real. Disney owns it. I'm sure they'll revisit it in five years. Um, but, uh, (laughs) I hope I really want to be wrong about that, but I I don't know. Um, but be that as it may was the saga kind of lays, lays down. You know, lays to rest or lays dormant for a long time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It just opens the you know, like you put it, Katie. Just the sky is the limit. You know, with yeah. what we can do storytelling wise and the kinds of stories we're going to tell. And I love that even just this D twenty three weekend really just gave us a nice smattering of the old and the new. Right, like Kenobi. Right? Kenobi is a yeah. series that fans have been you know pining after since Disney took over back in twenty fifteen or twenty twelve. Excuse me. Um, and, but you also have, you know, so many Star Wars fans are just like, I want something new. Give me something new. So boom, you've got something like Mandalorian. Um, so I just think it's a very exciting time because we're going to get to explore characters that we've known and loved for 40 years. And we're going to get to meet brand new characters and love and grow with them too. And I think, um, it's just, it's so exciting that we're going to get kind of this both and, and I, and I think that's a really smart way to go
2: yeah no definitely it, it's it's gotten me excited um all of it i mean i'm still right now i'm just excited that ewan's coming back as obi-wan um i <laughs> about the series in particular i can't say anything because i don't know anything except that it's happening in you know they're filming it, it next year Woo! Um, yeah there's cool. nothing
0: to know it's, it's, just, to know. it's happening like, great
2: it's <laughs> happening Yeah. Talk to me in a year when you can actually show me something. Thanks. Bye. You know, (laughs) I'm gonna watch Mandalorian and Rise of Skywalker now. Thanks. Um, (laughs) Love you, Ewan. Come and watch Mandalorian with me. Um,
0: (laughs) (laughs) You think they're
1: gonna?
2: Um, You
0: you think they're gonna try to make him look older, like grizzle him all up, or?
1: Uh, Or do you think he's like
0: perfectly seasoned?
1: I mean, (laughs) they. I don't know if they. I did not hear this from any of the footage I watched, but apparently it's going to take place eight years after Revenge of the Sith. I don't know where that – that's the the only number I've seen floating around, but I've seen it floating around a lot. Um, Yeah. Watching the little footage that I watched, I didn't hear them explicitly say that. I mean Kathleen Kennedy did say the scripts are all written, um, so we know the story has been written. Um, They're going to start filming next year. So, Ewan's good to go. So, if it's eight years out, I mean, they don't really have to do that much, really. That's true. You yeah, know, like, for, it's been... for Ewan's luck. Yeah, um, exactly. Have him grow the beard back out. Uh, right. Maybe,
2: you know. Which he kind of had whether, at three, Yeah, right. Yeah, weather his face back up a little bit to yeah. be a little, you know, Tatooine sun kissed, um, right. and you're good to go. You don't have to do much to Ewan McGregor. Right. I mean, the yeah. man has barely aged since Revenge of the Sith. I
0: mean, okay, um, but that's the thing is that he's <laughs> supposed to turn from Ewan McGregor in Revenge of the Sith to Alec Guinness. You know, in the course of twenty years, so he has to. If we're eight years out, he should be kind of that middle point, right? You know, yeah, he, a little yeah. bit. He should good. probably be like. Kind of more beat up, I think, than you and McGregor. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I would love to see I a mean, little eight year old Luke Skywalker, though. Please
2: yes, cast some yes.
0: little, you know, little toe headed Moppet. Just do,
2: please. <laughs> <laughs> All you got to do is get and McGregor out there, you know, when he rolls out of bed before he, you know, oh. he gets ready for, you know, to go out and in public. You know, just get you <laughs> and McGregor you know, after he just woke up and he should be fine, right? Right? That's yeah, that's how this works? No. I, oh anyway. my gosh,
0: I want him to look just like Luke in, in Last Jedi where it's just, you know, he's just wearing sweatpants all day. Just <laughs> does what, that? <laughs> <naturally>? Yeah. Just, <laughs> <laughs> so he doesn't get a sunburn. <laughs> oh, well. <that's> yeah. True. <laughs> oh my gosh, and he's just, you know, just drinking you know, blue milkshakes and he, <laughs> He's basically the Big Lebowski, is what he. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait, you know. Um, so, well, you know, since we're on Kenobi, let's just let's hop into that. You know, yes, a lot of people are dive. excited. Um, mm-hmm. and again, we'll deep dive. We can only deep dive. So deep, <laughs> we gotta say the yeah. shallow end because we don't have a lot. Um, the
2: pool's pretty shallow. But at this end, I, I, I just, this
1: time you know, goes. I wanna, I wanna quick give a little, little props to um, our friend Sartaj Singh, who's been on the show. I mean, it was a while ago, but Sartaj is always just sharing brilliant ideas on on his Twitter. um And he he made a comment to us, and essentially, where Sartaj said, you know, he's really excited for Kenobi because he he just wants to see more of this character's history explored. He, you know he's a huge Kenobi fan. Um, Mm. My buddy Greg is a huge Obi-Wan Kenobi fan. And I know he's just really excited to see more of his story explored. And, you know, um, I I appreciate Sartaj kind of just pointing that out that, you know, for a lot of fans, they just, you know, they can't get enough of his stories and there's still this, you know, 20 year breadth of his life. We don't know anything about now. I don't know how, how much we're going to be able to tell, um, you know, but I would, I, I, I really like this notion though, that, these stories can make us love these characters even more. I mean, I can say for myself, right, the movie Solo made me fall in love with Han in a way I didn't think was Aww. possible, right? Like, I love that movie. And I, obviously, right, it didn't work for a lot of fans. That's totally fine. Um, but Solo did something for Han's character. I mean, Jason, you can attest to this, um, that, you know, really made you care so much more about him. Yeah. Um, and, you know, with Clone Wars, you know, the getting that story of Satine and Obi-Wan, really did something for his character. I know we talked about this on our last episode. You know, that's one of my favorite things that surprised me that they gave us storytelling-wise in Star Wars that I've really come to love is how it really flushed something out about Obi-Wan making him more human. Um, So can I, you know, and then I'm going to shut up, I promise. No, that's okay. The the couple, like, little things that I would really like, and again, obviously expectations are the quickest way to disappointment, but... Mm -hmm. um, you know, something I would love to see in the series is uh, ultimately like, like, why is Obi Wan getting involved with something? To me, it's like, well, kind of like with that episode of Twin Sons in Rebels, Obi Wan springs to action when Luke is in threat. So I think Katie, like your yeah. your hope for mm-hmm. like a possible young Luke character, I think makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, uh, you know, like I think that's ultimately what will make Obi Wan spring into any form of action is. The person, his his purpose is at is in threat, and the thing that I really want to see, and again, I understand, I understand this is a great way to disappoint myself, but something <laughs> I would just love to see is. Um, Obi Wan do something kind of like crazy and nuts with the Force that Owen Lars sees, and that's what like leads to his comment in A New Hope uh, that uh, wizards just a crazy old man. I'd just like crazy old wizard. Yeah, yeah. I'd love yeah. to see something that like flushes that statement out. And again, and this is the beauty of these stories is we can take little offhand comments like that from these stories we grow up with for for forty odd years. And just kind of see the flesh behind them. I just so that to me is really exciting. That's something I'd really love to see in that series. And of course, lots of meditation and maybe a Liam Neeson Qui Gon appearance. What? Who said? Oh, but, oh um, yeah.
2: So that'd be awesome. I I think we will get something you know centered around Luke, um, at least peripherally. Something that's going to be threatening Luke or the Lars homestead, because everything that we've gotten. um in the new canon uh you know particularly in the, in the comics or any like flashback memories or anything like that of Obi-Wan's time on Tatooine between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope is that he is he's on watch he is guarding Luke and he is safeguarding this kid um and everything that we've gotten you know it's not much but we've gotten a, a couple of flashbacks to things that he's done on Tatooine in the comic series um and a lot of it resol- revolves around luke or keeping problems away from the homestead you know and and so i think we're it's a good bet that we're going to get something like that here and and i think that's the best use of the character at this time frame um you know who knows? Maybe we'll see. Maybe we'll see uh, Alden Ehrenreich make an appearance as Han Solo, skipping through Moss Eisley. Um, oh my gosh! I just saw Carl Ka- and Katie's faces both <laughs> this like <gasps> expression. <laughs> uh-
0: <laughs> I had not, not even considered it. I had not even considered it. That would be so good, and I w- it would be so like fan service but I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, although, although what I if, thought- like, Luke Skywalker, you know, he, he went into town with, you know, Uncle Owen, you know, and he's just kind of like waiting by the speeder and he's bored. And so he starts like playing ball and then he like runs out into the street to get his ball and a car is going to hit him. And then Han Solo saves him. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Although, now, now that I think of it, if, if this is eight years after Revenge of the Sith, maybe the timeline doesn't quite add up because Solo's supposed to be 10 years after Revenge of the Sith, oh, right? right? So Han's still,
1: yeah, Han's still on Corellia. But we don't, I mean, ah. again, this is a proposed number I've seen thrown around. Doesn't mean that it's the fact. And right, secondly, right. it doesn't mean that Kenobi's series may not span a few years. Right. Um, That's so, the too. And there's, we, no, we, we, you You know, could see, see Han and, and
2: Shuey land on Tatooine to find that gangster Jabba and see what right. Jabba's got for him, you know?
1: And let's be real, too. You know, one, one thing we could certainly explore through the series is Maul. Right, Maul. I mean, (gasps) eight years after Revenge of the Sith, it would line up with Solo's timeline that Maul is probably the head of Crimson Dawn at that point, or at least building it. Um, So there's a good chance that we could get Maul involved.
0: Well, you have to keep him and Kenobi apart. Absolutely. I would be so fascinated with, you know, Kenobi being aware that Maul is still kicking about. You know what I mean? And he's. You know, because what if Maul? Yeah, is dealing. He's dealing with the huts and maybe he has to come here and talk to Jabba himself. And you know, why is the crazy old man and the wizard involved? You know, sorry, the crazy old wizard in the desert involved. You know, he's not, but Kenobi still like hears about these things. You know, he hears whisperings or whatever. He senses yeah. Maul. I- I don't know. It would be really interesting to see Kenobi kind of dealing with that at a distance, but I don't think they could get into like the nitty-gritty of Maul just because if it is a mm, Kenobi series true. then you have to keep him away from Maul. Right. You have to. That's a good point. Because,
1: yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: it's essential. But I yeah. just like my fanfic is I really want to see like yeah, like Alden Ehrenreich <laughs> interact with tiny 10-year-old Luke Skywalker <laughs> and him being all like, "You be careful, kid. Go on home." Yeah. You know? Yeah, right. <laughs> <It's>, yeah.
2: <laughs> And, and obi-wan just steps out of the alleyway like he's about to grab luke with the force and he's yeah. like hmm. <laughs> hmm yeah tuck that one away for future reference <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah so. uh, i i just yeah i'm excited to see what other avenues they explore with kenobi's character um a, a couple of years ago uh you know our good friend joe hogan launched a a little initiative before they brought Clone Wars back, um, called Clone Mm. Wars Saved, where they just did, he and I got together a group of friends and they published these online comics and Joe wrote wrote the story and illustrated the first one. And it's essentially a story of old Ben um, Mm. reminiscing about losing Satine and kind of the pain that he still sits with. And, you know, as someone who loves the dramatic stuff in Star Wars... And loves the human emotional side of Star Wars. I love that being woven in, right? Like, Obi-Wan still coming to terms with, in his mind, failing Anakin. And Mm. also failing, like, Satine, right? Like, to really see how he comes to terms with all that. Because I feel like the, the old Ben we meet in A New Hope. Is very And obviously, I think George purposely wrote his character this way. He is the wise old wizard, right? He's the one who who mm-hmm. ushers the, the hero into the unknown. Um, and in a sense, Obi-Wan is a very spiritually grounded character in A New Hope. Somebody who seems to be very at peace with the way the world is, which is why I think he's so quick to give his life away in the way that he does. Um, so I feel like eight years out, we can really see... What's happening with Obi-Wan internally? How is he getting to mm-hmm. that place? You know, what what is his relationship with Qui-Gon like at this point? I mean, Yoda said that he was gonna give him lessons to to commune with Qui-Gon. I mean, this is potentially eight years out. There's no reason to think that he isn't communing with Qui-Gon. Um, so you know Or Yoda. I, or Yoda, yeah. Yeah, Yoda,
0: um, straight up. That well, that is a question I would like this series to answer is like what does Yoda mean when he says long time? Have I watched this one? I would love to see like, you know, you in Talking to some sort of I don't know vision of Yoda and you know Yoda watching over Luke
1: somehow I not yeah know. well there in yeah. in um that series that mm-hmm. they put out a couple years ago uh, uh, from a certain point of view there is a short story mm-hmm. in there of Obi Wan right. talking to Yoda right so, right um, that's yeah, yeah so you mm-hmm. know again there's no reason to think that that couldn't appear in some way shape or form so again like as someone who loves the Force <laughs> um, I'm excited to <laughs> yeah. see the implications of what Obi-Wan learns here too, right? Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I just, I, food for thought. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I, I kind
0: of, I'd actually kind of like to see him like get along with Tuscan Raiders. You yeah. know what I mean? Like him learning how to, you know, the Tuscan Raiders aren't great, right? You know, they, they, you know, they steal and they burn and pillage and all that stuff, you know, and they're mm-hmm. slavers, aren't they? Like, uh, but him, kind of learning how do you understand, you know, evil, and, you know, how do you reconcile it? You know, kind of taking those slower steps to, you know, becoming somebody wise who can teach Luke and somebody who mm. can forgive Vader, you know? Yeah, Something I, like that. Something I, like that.
2: Yeah, so. I, I honestly, I was thinking, what would a trailer, you know, I, I was thinking, mm. we just got this trailer for Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would the... First trailer for Kenobi be like, and I'm like, well, it's going to start with Obi Wan and Kenobi and Tuscan Raiders. Yeah. So yeah. you know, yeah. that's that's <laughs> that's how I'm picturing it. So, but yeah, no, I, I think some sort of confrontation, or maybe a progressive series of confrontations mm. uh, with a tribe of Tuscan Raiders happens. Yeah. You know, can I? But they they leave him alone. You know,
1: yeah. can I? They, they,
2: they leave him alone for a while.
1: I, yeah. I, I would much rather see Kenobi with uh, Jawas. Um, okay. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm being too. completely honest. Like there's a, <laughs> that too. There's this little moment in the uh, radio dramas and I know those aren't canon anymore, but there's a there's a moment in the an episode of the radio drama where when they come across the, all the den, dead Jawas and Obi-Wan makes a comment about how, you know, how hard and rough the Jawas lives have always been and still so terrible that it would be ended in such a way. He's like, you know, it, the way he speaks about the Jawas in that moment is a person who is so enlightened that he cares for all creatures. Um, mm-hmm. And there's almost, and again, this is obviously me reading into this little statement, but to me, it's almost like Obi-Wan, like he's had some dealings with the Jawas and he really respects that they're making ends meet in a very harsh climate. Right. Whereas the Tuscans are more likely right They're They're the predators. They're the ones who just take and cause they're, you know, they're, they're snuffing it out in a, in a hostile environment as well. But they're the predator; they just take. Um, there's something aggressive about them. But the Jawas, they're they're not they're not the predators, right? They're the survivors. Um, so I don't know. I feel like there'd be more of a kinship from Obi Wan's side towards the Jawas than to the Tuskens. Not that he yeah, necessarily hates that. the Tuskens and kills them for fun, but uh, no, no. Obi Wan protecting Jawas almost, from the Tusken Raiders, right?
0: Yeah, but that then that's almost. That's kind of almost what I'm saying is that, you know, Obi-Wan kind of like hanging back and observing these Tusken Raiders and thinking, you know, they're, they're part of life, you know? <laughs> they, why, why do these predators like keep happening and, you know, what are, you know, what are they getting out of it and how do we reconcile it and how do we live with it, you know? Because Anakin's answer, to just kill them all. Right. That's not the way to go. That doesn't help anything yes. or stop anyone, you right, know? right. And oh. so Obi-Wan kind of maybe
1: figuring out a different way would be really cool. Yeah. And, <laughs> yes. that, oh, and that makes me think of the deleted seed from Last Jedi where mm. Luke kind of tricks Rey about these pirates coming right. against yeah. the, um, you know, the, the caretakers. So Rey yeah. runs off. And, to uh, save them, yeah. It, but Luke's lesson <laughs> to her there is trying to say like, no, a Jedi would just let it happen. You're here now to help defend them. But when you leave, they're just going to come back and you know, exact an mm-hmm. even, even larger toll. Um, yeah. So, you know, how does Obi-Wan maybe respond in a scenario similar to that where, right. you know, gee, I could come to their rescue, but then do I have to always like, is that my role to always be coming to the rescue? So I like that notion, Katie, of like, how does he figure that out in a new way? So Yeah, yeah. exactly.
0: Yeah, because cause again, Anakin's solution, that's not a solution. Right. <laughs> you, you know? <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, folks, this is all spitballing and hypothetical because... What else we got to do? <laughs> wait, what wait, wait, we don't
1: have anything else <laughs> at this point. You guys didn't get... A- Kath- Kathy Kennedy didn't forward you the advanced copies of the scripts? Am I the only one nope. looking at this? Yeah, booklet? just you. Just-, just these red pieces <laughs> just of paper you, that I can't Carl. photocopy? I'm she sorry. Like-
0: <laughs> She's like, Carl, I've heard that you love Solo the most.
1: Yes, so- I do.
2: <laughs> and- <laughs> 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 so you,
1: you get the Obi-Wan scripts. And you didn't yeah.
2: share them with us, Carl. Yeah. Don't love so much.
1: Yeah, so <laughs> I'll 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 let this slip then. So the title for the Kenobi series is actually just Kenobi, um, Jawa Defender. <laughs> Jawa
0: so, Defender.
1: So a Star Wars story, of course. Um <laughs> Kenobi,
2: jawa defender a star Perfect. wars story so add as many colons in this thing as we can <laughs> so kenobi, Polin, a good kenobi. A star wars story uh, hey, star wars story
0: the new one's called the mandalorian what if kenobi is called the wizard
1: oh that'd be so <laughs> <cool>. <laughs> i would actually love oh, that crap. that'd right? be so cool that would be amazing wizard oh totally <laughs> wizard annie
2: it's totally and the Cassian and the Cassian
1: one is called The Spy. Right. Ooh. Ooh. And then when they make a solo series for Disney Plus, they can call it Carl's Boyfriend. <laughs>
0: I love it.
1: I love it. Oh man. I
0: don't think Jason's okay. <laughs> He's not all right. Oh. Um. you're going to be okay. Uh, speaking I'm of
1: dead. speaking of Disney Plus let's talk about Mandalorian the 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 flag flagship show that's going to kick this this streaming service off and also quick side note <laughs> before we even dive into the nuts and bolts of this this great trailer we saw um I didn't realize all the other great stuff that's going to be on this. Like, we're getting all the old Disney classic movies. We're getting all the Star Wars stuff in one place. I didn't know Nat Geo was part of this. I love Nat Geo stuff. So we're going to get some great nature documentaries. There's just so much on this program. I'm so excited about it. And it's $8 a month. That's nothing. I mean, I I, I shouldn't say that's nothing. (laughs) For some people, that is something. Even for myself, I I don't mean to be trivial about It's not nothing, but it's not, like, exorbitant. Hopefully sure. for some folks I, and, and, for,
0: and I, you know, I just hope it stays that way for a little yeah. while. Cause you know that. It's,
1: yeah, right. Yeah.
0: That's you the see, entry like, price.
2: Apparently. <laughs> yeah. And apparently I well, might actually drop my Netflix account when this goes. Yeah. Were you for Marvel? real though. For yeah, real, though. Get
1: Marvel. Um, um, did you see, yeah, I'm too, sorry. I'm
2: sorry, Netflix, but I haven't watched you in a while. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, <laughs> no, 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 but for reals, you guys, you know how much, uh, it costs to go to Disneyland like 15 years ago.
1: Hmm. Yeah,
0: forty bucks. Wow, forty. Yeah, wow, and nice. you know how much it costs to go like today if I want to go to Disneyland like today. One hundred forty. One hundred twenty. One hundred forty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for serious. So, yeah. yeah, Disney Plus eight dollars for now. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, and apparently when it launches, they're going to do a they're doing a deal with um, Hulu and ESPN Plus where it's thirteen bucks a month for all three of those. Um,
0: okay.
1: But I have Hulu through Spotify, so. I don't – Netflix is dying to me because they're getting rid of friends, so whatever. Yeah, like (laughs) what's in the
0: office? They're losing the office. What's even the point?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway, sorry. We're (laughs) sidetracking ourselves. um, We are. But The Mandalorian, um, man. uh, So I was lucky enough. That was the one panel I did get into at Celebration Chicago um, where Mm -hmm. we did see you know like a five-minute clip from the first episode. We saw a trailer there as well as a behind-the-scenes reel. Um, but I really liked this trailer a lot, um, yeah. Jason. You you said something when you messaged us just today about it. You commented on the music.
2: Yes. Oh my gosh, I love the music in this trailer. It's driving. It's it's weird. It's cool. I don't know. I just love it. I I want I want the music in this trailer. To be from the show because I want oh. more of this music in Star Wars.
0: It definitely will.
2: Yeah. Ooh, there it is. So ominous. This stuff is okay, but it's what comes next. This. This. Ooh. I don't know. I don't know what it is about this, but it it got into my uh, under my skin, and I love it.
0: Dang, yeah!
1: Listen to that. It feels
0: Mandalorian. Yeah. It feels. This feels like that fight between Maul and Pre Vizsla.
1: Ooh, yeah.
0: That's what which, of course,
2: like. John. You know, John Favreau, voice Pre Vizsla and mm-hmm. he's the director of this series. So,
1: yeah. He's driving, yeah, he doesn't stop.
0: Bounty hunting is a complicated profession.
1: Hey. Oh. Don't you agree? <laughs> oh.
2: Oh. I love that. That, that, that oh, don't. don't, don't but ah oh, yeah that part i want i want that to be like the base of the soundtrack for this show <laughs> um i want yeah, every time we get these traveling shots i want that to be playing in the background you know just dum, 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 dum. Oh, it this will. has, oh.
0: has got to be like the theme you know like the mandalorian going to be walking down the street and this is going to be playing and you know it's yeah it's got to be the theme somewhere it,
2: it's going to be like, it's every time things are about to get real, that starts mm-hmm. playing, you know? Yeah,
0: it's going to be like, you know, we're in a saloon, and things are getting <laughs> real tense, you know? And you can tell blasters are about to get drawn.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, here's, the, here's the thing, folks. This was the one going into finding out we were getting the Mandalorian, you know? That I was like, okay, I'll watch it. Um, And obviously, I did not get into the Mandalorian panel at Celebration. And so, you know, hearing about things sort of, you know, secondhand and watching, you know, phone recordings of the videos (laughs) just wasn't doing it for me. So I was like, whatever, I'll wait and see what happens when they actually give me a trailer. Um, And I have watched this trailer like almost a dozen times today. I had not seen it before today. I've not seen it before today because I was so busy over the weekend with work. Um, and I've watched this trailer like almost a dozen times already by by now. And I'm loving this trailer. Uh, I'm excited. I'm really excited about The Mandalorian, y'all. Do you have a favorite part of the trailer? Um. Oh, it's so hard. Honestly, <laughs> the weird thing that keeps sticking in my head is just the voiceover that happens at oh. the end you know The bounty hunting is a complicated profession don't yeah. you agree that sounds so like weird and star wars and then the, the the title uh oh yeah like a cape or, or something them, yeah. the cape that yeah know, flutters away out from in front of the title. I don't know. That grabs me. Oh, the music and, and that is just... Those are the big things that really stand out to me. I, I love the whole trailer in general, but... Yeah, Star- those are the big things that you know, stand out. I go ahead.
0: Wars, Star Wars is about capes. We've been new. <laughs> We've been new. Yep. Star Wars is about capes. Just Lots really of- good capes. Really... <laughs> just, Mwah, capes. Yes. yes. <laughs> Uh, for me, what steals this for me, honestly, is IG-11. Oh my gosh, you guys. Yeah.
2: IG-11. Cool. He's going to be voiced by Taika Waititi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh and yeah,
0: right, 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 right. For,
2: for those of you who are like, who's that? He's the director of Thor Ragnarok, and he was... Uh, oh god, what's the character? Korg? C- Korg, C- Cork. yeah, Korg. Korg yep. in uh, uh, Thor Ragnarok. Hey, yep. hey man, you know, <laughs> starts the revolution. He We're does get, have. Oh, the pamphlets, you know. <laughs> um, he's that he's such a funny character in there, but um, but I'm very curious to see what they're going to do with him as IG11. I don't know what that's going to be. So
0: just that shot of him being like just a murder machine, Mm. you know, spinning all around (laughs) gunslinging that that is an attractive shot. And that is an attractive robot. I'll be the one to say it. (laughs) You can at me. That's fine. That is an attractive robot. I have not seen a robot that I have liked this much since L3 and and NK2. Like, let's be Star Wars, you're really up in that attractive robot game. Like I told you,
1: I feel weak, you guys. <laughs> I mean, IG-11's the bad boy. I mean, L3, like, oh. she, she's she got the Ooh. sass, and K2's also uh-huh. got the sass, but IG-11's not going to say much. They're just going to be a badass.
0: <laughs> you know? Oh, man. I, I really I really hope that there's a moment where somebody asks IG-11, like, how does that work? And IG-11's just like, it works. Like, <laughs> <you know? laughs> just please oh. please <laughs> or ig11
1: will just wink with one of their little button lights and just say you'll never know oh like, that would be uh, so boom. smooth <laughs> <Boom. Jeez. laughs> oh,
2: the, the one thing i did get sort of the i you know a, a sense of is there's that one shot of the the woman holding the child uh in mm. the, the the pond or whatever oh, yeah and i don't know the the idea i'm getting is that she is related in some way to the Mandalorian. I don't know if it's his wife or maybe it a sister.
0: Like a yeah, mm. it feels like a flashback. Like, this is yeah. my tragic backstory. I don't know if it's a flashback.
2: I, it might be oh, his thanks. actual family, and he's doing all this bounty hunting to help support his family in this new, you know, galaxy where the Empire is no longer in control, you know? Okay. it's.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I don't know. I, I think I, – I honestly think, you know, it, it's a complicated – you know. Bounty hunting is a complicated profession, don't you agree? There's a whole, so much to go into this, other than the fact that he's a cool gunslinger with a cool robot sidekick, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, taking down bounties. There's there's gonna be so much more to this, and I'm really fascinated to find out what that is mm. and why it's happening, yeah, you know. Right.
0: I'm gonna put mine out there. I it get could be totally wrong, but the sense I get from this is that like this is the tragic backstory and that's his mom and his mom's like mm. protecting him. Ooh. You know, like the little kid is him mm. and okay. that's his mom. That that's yeah, I'm gonna throw that out there. Could yeah, like totally that. wrong. Could be totally
1: wrong. I but mean, who cares? That's yeah. I like that. <laughs> right? Um what about what about yeah. you, Carl? Ugh. I have so much to say. Uh, this could easily be a boy, by the way. I just pulled up that still. I mean, you can't tell. It, it could easily it's be a boy. It's just a kid. Girl. Yeah. Yeah, it's a kid. Yeah. Um, so here's the the thing. So I watched the trailer a few more times today. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, just trying to pay attention to, like, maybe what are the themes of this. I love the opening shot. I mean, with just the stormtrooper helmets on these spikes, right? Like, right. And, yeah. and by the way, you don't get a full reveal of The Mandalorian until about halfway into the trailer. Um, you only ever like you see his feet there and then you see like a flash of him walking by They're, they're all like these little rev- right. It's like this slow reveal till you finally get him in all his glory. Mm. And all of these little snippets are the Mandalorian walking in the midst of death. Right. Like uh, I, all of these things yeah. that surround him are dead. The Empire is dead. Violence is his world. It's his backdrop. It's what he knows. It's the world he lives and operates within. And then, boom, we get that shot you were just talking about, Jason, with this woman holding what appears to be probably her child. And it's right there. It's like, yup, now here is, like, this is going to be the heart somehow. There's a heart to this story, yeah. right? And then it goes right from that shot to these death troopers in a death line, right? Like, they're about to gun something down.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. right,
1: like, what What could possibly protect These innocents from death, well, the one who surrounded himself in death can protect you from its kind of its reach. And that's why I like this Mandalore. And then you get that beautiful shot of him walking kind of, I don't know if it's sunset or sunrise, right, with that kind of purplish glow behind him, which makes me think it's sunset potentially. Um, Hmm. But you have this lone figure who, for whatever reason, is comfortable in the profession of death. And you're going to need someone like that to protect the innocents. And, like, to me, that's kind of what his story, in my mind, again, speculation might become, (laughs) is he is a hard, calculating, cold, murdering thug who does have a heart. Like, that's Star Wars, right? Like, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. that's Star Wars in and of itself is – there's going to be more to it than just that. And also, like, we know, you know, there's – God, this is like this is what we do as Star Wars fans. We read <laughs> so much into things. In yeah, one little <laughs> shot of Carl Weathers' character, whose character I don't remember the name of. I know we've been given it, um, but when he's sitting across from at the cantina, and he just reaches across. Again, you still don't see him yet. You just see his hand now. We've seen his feet. Now we've seen his hands. His hands, right? His feet are walking amidst death. His hands are just reaching for money. Um, but there's the there's just a like the way that Carl Weathers' character looks at him. The way he mm-hmm. kind of has this smile, it's as if he knows there's more to him than that, and yeah. right, and then the, the other new female character again can't remember the name of the character or the actress. My apologies. Um, but Star Wars, what what is one of the main themes of Star Wars? Found family, like the Mandalorian yep. is going to find himself a family. IG Eleven's probably part of it. <laughs> yeah, um, probably. <laughs>
0: I hope this is Chewbacca slash yeah. K two slash you know like yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah.
1: so, <laughs> so like. I don't know. I think that whatever these all these characters coming together, um, they're going to find something together that they can't have on their own. Right. And that's Star Mm -hmm. Wars, Um, in my opinion. That's a central theme of Star Wars. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. I'm just I'm really excited for it and the the avenue it's going to explore.
0: I want to say that I love how cinematic this is. Oh, like there yeah. wasn't a single shot that didn't look like it could have come out of a Star Wars movie. And I love that. I just, I'm just straight up. I love it. Yeah. And I love how experimental a lot of the shots are, you know, just, mm. um, yeah, yeah. it doesn't look like a TV show. It, it it really does look like it's going to be offer a cinematic experience. I sound like I'm making a commercial for it. <laughs> like, <laughs> but really, yeah, I, I really hope that it, it is kind of like a like a. Star Wars movie. I don't know. It, this got it, my,
2: yeah, got my. It looks hopes like to. it will be. Yeah. It looks like it will be. Um, a Star Wars movie that they've broken up into mm-hmm. episode length segments. You know, it's uh, it. It's so interesting and fascinating, and there, you know, obviously we didn't get a lot revealed out of the trailer, but it still has me so psyched and pumped. Because, I, I don't know, it just looks amazing. And the feel I'm getting, the vibe I'm getting off of this thing is not something I knew I wanted in Star mm. Wars. Um, and I think that's what has me more excited about it than anything is that I this isn't something I thought I wanted mm. until I saw it. You know? I, yeah.
1: yeah, You,
2: you know, and, and, and the, the vibe and the feel and the the, the sense I'm getting from it. It's just such a a different look into the world of Star Wars that I didn't anticipate. And and the fact that they're surprising me with this and grabbing my attention with this in such a way uh, that's making me this excited is impressive. And I will tip my hats off to The Mandalorian uh, right now, ladies and gentlemen. I will be watching that first thing I can whenever, you know, November 12th. Disney Plus. Here I go. Take my money. I need oh. to watch the Mandalorian.
0: I'd also like to formally thank Disney for finally bringing back Twilex. Like, thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. finally. uh, yeah. it finally. It feels you know like they're not just making up their new new aliens. They're finally like bringing back some old aliens. Thank you.
2: And a Quarren who gets a real nasty end. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Well, and that was, was that in was that in the panel, Carl? No,
1: the not the Quarren. Okay. Okay. No, um, some of this was. Uh, and um, I'm trying to. Where's this shot? Uh, yeah, like if you pause it, like 38, 39 second mark, that little, what kind of looks like an Ugnat riding that little creature. Those creatures were first premiered in Ewok's Battle for Endor. I can't remember the name Ooh, of them. The guys at blast. They're Splash. Blurgs. Blurgs, yeah. Blurgs. Oh, um, but we've seen uh, them in uh, Clone Wars. We saw Champs and Doula mm-hmm. riding one. Um, yep. We've seen them, but again, they got their first take in Battle for Endor. So, that very great cool. cinematic film from uh, <laughs> from Lucasfilm. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no, it's uh, I'm I'm excited for this movie. Uh, excuse me, movie. TV series. <laughs> um, and I also like, they did, you know, share that it's it, they're going to release weekly. Like, it's not going to be you know, like a Netflix <gasps> series that drops yeah. all at once. And the reason, I mean like, obviously like part of me wants it, of course, all at once, which I'm sure a lot of us do. Mm-hmm. But I really like that we don't because it gives you a different experience. Um, right? Like, kind of like Game of Thrones. Right? Um, yeah. I and mean, we don't have to talk about the last season because it was not good, in my opinion. <laughs> um, but <laughs> Overall, Game of Thrones used to be amazing, and it was great every week. (laughs) Like talking to your friends about it, talking about it, yeah. You know, the thing was when you have like Stranger Things. This was my experience this summer. Is like people would sit down and binge, which I inevitably did once I had the time. Mm -hmm. But you have everybody that wants to talk about it, or you're somebody's going to spoil something, like. You can certainly still spoil something with a week-to-week episode. People did that with Game of Thrones very well in the last season because, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. like, I would always watch it, like, the day after. So I'd have to avoid Twitter for 24 hours. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um,
1: yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, but overall, what's so great about that experience is, like, everybody's always on the same page inevitably, right? Like, I, mm-hmm. I, I just I like that and I'm so excited for it.
0: Oh, yeah, same. I I love that we can all experience it, like, as a community, because uh, as you were saying with, like, Stranger Things, you know, sitting down to talk to it with someone, it's like, oh, okay, well, I'm on episode five, but you're on episode three, and our other friend over here hasn't even started the new season yet, like, I, I guess we can't talk. Right, you know? right, right. That, and that's, right. So then you just don't talk about it, and it, it you know it's very frustrating in that way. But with the you know once a week, or, sorry not once a week, once every other every week. You know yeah. what I mean? You know what yeah. I'm trying to say? <laughs> yes. We can all yeah. we can all be on the same page, like you say, Carl. And I'm yeah. I'm so hyped for that. I'm so ready.
1: Mm. Yeah. So, mm. well, you know, I think the last big thing we got to talk about is, of course, Rise of Skywalker. Um, Oh, you're not going to talk about my boy. You're going to do me like that. (laughs) Who's your boy? Darth Maul. Oh, right. Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Clone Wars. Obviously, they announced we're getting that final season in February of 2020. Now, uh, they did not share if they were going to drop it all at once or week to week. Um, And then obviously, all we got was the still shot of Maul facing down Ahsoka, a very cinematic shot in and of itself. Mm hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, and uh, it looks
0: good. Mall looks good. He does. <laughs> it's he does just a real good. good like close up of his V neck. That V neck <laughs> that I love so much.
1: <laughs> he loves those deep V's.
0: I love those deep V's on Darth Maul. Like, just show me them chest tattoos. Just do it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my gosh! But yes, it it looks the, the the image looks amazing. Um, I I doubt we'll get well. I was to say I was about to say I doubt we'll get any more trailers before it 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 hits, but maybe no,
0: we got we got time. We got time. Slow your roll. We will get. It's
2: true.
0: Yeah, we will get it's it. True trailer.
2: Yeah, it's we'll true. Get
0: more. We but absolutely. Yeah, will. It's,
2: it, I'm just glad we finally have a date, so we can stop saying you know sometime it'll be on Disney Plus. You know, <laughs> right, right. I'm glad we finally got a date, and I think it's good that it's you know sort of spaced They're spacing these out slightly. Um, too, so we're not just front loading everything good, um, Mm -hmm. you know, and then go, well, now what, you know, (laughs) um, but yeah, it'll give people a chance to, you know, probably finish Mandalorian and then go right into Clone Wars. Uh, that would be my guess is how they're going to run that, Mm. so
1: yeah, well, and and I know. Mandalorian, John Favreau's already—I don't know if he finished, but he's definitely started season two, writing season two. Um, wow. So we know we're getting at least a second season. Um, wow! Hopefully, okay. it lives longer than Resistance. Which, by the way, I, just real quick—I'm really bummed that this is the second and final season of Resistance. I really liked the show. Yep. Um, and um, yep. <laughs> you know, I—I mean, I, I know a lot of fans. I really learned this at Celebration. A lot of people just weren't watching it, but mm. who cares? Right, like it's not. It wasn't for a lot of them, clearly, Um, and uh, yeah, I was just really bummed to see that they're just dropping it so quickly because I think it's been a great series. Um, So that's my opinion.
2: The the thing is, um, is that so much of this takes place in such a small amount of time Mm. with a very specific group of characters, and so I can see why two seasons could work. You know, for something like Resistance. You know, especially since. Uh, the first season basically leads us up to and just after The Force Awakens, and then The Last Jedi happens immediately after that. Mm-hmm. So we'll probably pass The Last Jedi within the first two episodes of Resistance, um, and then it'll sort of you know continue on and build towards whatever we get for the rise of Skywalker.
1: Right. Um,
2: And so, you know, and then after the rise of Skywalker, is there going to need, are they going to even need to have the resistance anymore? You know, so I I can understand why, you know, it, maybe they plan for two seasons. Maybe they plan for more. I don't know. I I don't know the details of it, but um, it's a series that I, while, while I'm definitely enjoying it, I can see why it wouldn't necessarily need to go on super long. Mm.
1: That's fair. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, but I'm glad we'll get it back in October. So yes. I'm excited True. for more of it. Yeah. I need some more Niku in my life.
0: <laughs> yes, we <So>. all do. <laughs>
1: Everybody needs more Niku. We all need more <laughs> Niku. <laughs> um, but was there anything else <laughs> need- you wanted to say about Mall, though, Katie? Just blowfish. I'm sorry. <laughs> blowfish. I'm sorry. No. We're not uh, calling just, each other blowfish. Just blowfish. God, I love that episode so much. This oh my God! My
0: apprentice Darth Blowfish. <laughs> <laughs> he will find your lost blowfish. <laughs> yeah. Thank I'm you
2: sorry. so much. I'm so sorry. I'm so Thank sorry. You so much for bringing that back. No.
0: Oh. <laughs> no i don't even know why i needed to make us talk about mall because there's nothing to say just that he looks good and i want to run my hands all over his chest it needed to be said it needed to be said okay
1: hey you gotta live your truth That's yeah I do. Okay. I
0: do. it's all right i gotta be me you guys yeah.
2: <laughs> katie's very bad at being anything other than katie so um
0: yeah <laughs> yep
2: oh my gosh but yes
0: well, let's yeah, let's talk about some Rise of Skywalker, you guys. I'm 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 Nick, fricking losing it.
1: <laughs> it looks, yeah. I mean, right? We so like I said, we're recording Sunday evening, so we are still behind the sizzle reel. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, we learned some stuff from folks that were there. Um yes. But uh, you know, uh, what is? Uh, we did get like that little snippet of footage that people immediately shared. Um and of mm. course the 10 poster. seconds. Yeah, it's literally 10 seconds. Yep. Um so what what hopped out at you in those 10 seconds? Um I mean honestly
2: since it was, you know, 10 seconds on somebody's phone filming a giant screen, <laughs> um I only saw it once. Um and the thing that just stands out to me is that the Vader helmet is coming back. Mm. You know, uh, uh,
0: well, we've been new. Yeah, yeah. Because Pablo made you know made a point of being all like, "Oh yeah, it was recovered from Star Killer Base." So like, we we've been new.
2: Okay. Yeah.
0: Oh, sorry. I don't mean to be like a downer about it. I'm just like, not mean, I, surprised, I, honestly. I, yeah,
2: yeah, I mean, I, I'm not surprised either. Because honestly, I thought it was on his star destroyer, not on Star Killer oh. Base. So that that's kind of new to me. Um, I thought it was on his star destroyer, but yeah, no. I, the fact that that's coming. Back and the fact that I saw an article that talked about it the, the reference that in the the new Vader comic that um, Palpatine gifts a, a, a helmet from an old Sith lord to Vader uh, in order to essentially you know continue to torment him because this the spirit of this Sith is still attached to the helmet and it's a cruel cruel being um Invader has to have this this sort of force takedown with the guy, um, and so they brought that up, and they're like, "Could Sidious be speaking through the helmet to Kylo?" You know, and I'm just like, "That's not a bad theory," you know. So, I uh, you know, honestly, of the ten seconds we got, that's the thing that stands out, and it's not necessarily even because of the shot, because I didn't take a good look at it. It's because of the theory. I'm just honestly waiting to get the full sizzle reel, and then I'll, you know, pay attention mm. to all the the intricacies of the shots and mm. stuff. So, what did
0: what did you guys think of the poster?
1: That's the interesting. That there. Um, yeah, wait, uh, can, we, can we go back to the footage though? Really no, quick. What, sure. Oh, do you Okay. Want-
0: well, I want. I wanted to get through like the boring stuff, honestly, before we got to like oh, okay. Katie freaking out and tearing out her hair and just, just jumping out a window. Honestly, just, I'm about to throw myself out the window, you guys.
1: It's good. So, thing like, she lives on the do- first floor, folks. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Still might hurt, but
0: you just hear like smash. It's like oh, there yeah,
1: oh. she <laughs> Um, uh. <laughs> the, the poster honestly did very little for me. Um, really, really I didn't really, wow. the only, okay. th- I, I saw something on Twitter this morning that I retweeted. Somebody kind of gave it a facelift lift to look more like the revenge of the Jedi original teaser poster. Mm-hmm. I really liked that a lot. But as it stands... You're such
0: an OT guy, Carl. I, I love you. Thank I, you. I
1: love that about you. I, the other one just looks like cheesy cartoon work. I just I don't care for really? the art style. Uh, pa- okay. Palpatine looks okay. terrible in my book. Um, yeah. It, why are they fighting on a lightsaber hill? Like, it makes no sense to me. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I like... I, I like thought the... that was like crumbling rubble or like
2: something. I didn't think that was a lightsaber hill or even. Yeah, I think staff, it's the remains like...
0: of the Death Star. I think you okay. know all those like Death Star remains. You know, I think they're out there.
2: Okay,
0: yeah, that's okay. what I think. And I think it's not necessarily rain, but just like you know, ocean and stuff. You know, coming down. You know, like waves are crashing up against the side. You know, of the Death Star, and then like falling back down on them. You know. It's like spray, like yeah. That's what I think's I going mean, on. I don't think it's raining.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing I like about it is how it does very much mimic um, mm. kind of the showdown of Anakin versus Obi Wan from Revenge mm. of the Sith. Just there's something about the the visual um, setup of the shot. I mean, it does. It just makes me think of their final duel on Mustafar. Um, mm. So I like it because mm. there's going to be something very personal about this fight. Whatever they mean to each right. other, whatever their relationship is with one another, there's something very personal about this fight, right? This isn't Duel of the Fates. It's not a faceless sure. Jedi against a faceless Sith. It is people who somewhat know one another who are fighting it out. Um, sure. So I appreciate mm-hmm. kind of that that emotive look. But just the colors of it just d- – d- um, I don't know if either of you – when Force Awakens came out, they might have done it for Last Jedi as well. I don't remember. Um, but the IMAX, for four straight weeks, they did these different IMAX po- little – imax posters that you got for the first mm-hmm. four weeks of force awakens it reminds me okay. a lot of that art style i thought they were fine for you know releasing like an imax re- re- reveal but as like a teaser poster i just i strongly disliked it <laughs> um
2: yeah. well so, that's the thing is it is just a teaser poster it's not going to be the full well, release poster i'm yet. thinking of
1: the teaser poster we got that drew Stru- struzan did though for force awakens which was gorgeous like this thing i just think it looks like something for like an animated series which if it was cool but it's for the final star wars saga film and i was just very underwhelmed so that's why when someone gave it a facelift i'm like i can get on board for this but the original one I'm, you gotta I, live your truth God. yeah I, <laughs> I don't mean to yuck your yam i mean if this if you love this poster that's awesome it just i it did not do anything for me so well
0: here i come, here I come. yeah please <laughs> it's like oh people who love it i'm here yes yes <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I love it. I love the use of the red and the blue. I love the lightning. I think that's such a really good touch, uh, especially if we're going to be evoking Palpatine. And I love that if Palpatine is going to be our phantom menace, you know, if he's what has been overarching this entire saga, you know, and orchestrating these fights and uh, everything. I love that he's just like over this fight of Rey and Kylo, and just like grinning. You know, because he could not be happier about this conflict. You know, that's what the Clone Wars was. You know, he orchestrated this conflict, and we have no reason to fight. We, you know, what I mean? Like Ray and Kylo have no reason to fight. They should be able to work this out the same way they they worked things out when they sat down and actually talked to each other. You know what I mean? Like Padme, let's use our words here, people. You know, <laughs> yeah. But they're clashing, and you know nature itself is railing against it you know reacting to their fight and palpatine is just like yes perfect you know because conflict you know that's he's thriving on the conflict and I, I i don't know i this poster does a lot for me in that way
2: yeah i i like the concept of the poster i think it's a a cool idea for a teaser poster obviously i i'm I am looking forward to the the full real poster when they get everybody on there because that's those are the posters that I buy. But I like this poster as sort of a, a tease to what we're going to get next. Um, the The concept of it I think is really really cool and unique. Uh, well, not unique, but cool. Um, you know, definitely has the feel of some other Star Wars posters we've gotten. The the only thing is that that's sort of weird to me is that Sidious looks like some sort of, you know, Palpatine looks like some sort of uh, amalgamation of, uh, revenge of the Sith Palpatine mixed with some other stuff. I don't know if, you know, this is new Ian McDermott photo, or if this is like a Photoshop of some older stuff that's been put together for this picture. Mm-hmm. And it's just a little weird to have his sort of orange eyes, when the rest of him is blue, I don't know the the whole. I like the concept. I like the use of the blue and the red and the in the color scheme with with Ray and Kylo. And I like the fact that Sidious is looming over it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know the detail work in Palpatine's face is just a little weird to me. I don't know. That's the one thing that I'm like. I, I the one thing I, I get stuck on. I'm like, it's just I don't know. It's a little strange, in my opinion. Hmm. So okay.
0: yeah, fair enough.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: but but i do like it as far as like what it's 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 projecting forward for us yeah, in yeah. in terms yeah. of what we're what we're going to get yeah.
1: um
2: and the the potential story implications that we get from this so yeah
0: mm-hmm. i i like the implication that the story comes back to ray and kylo that mm-hmm. they are i like that reinforcement that this relationship is the central relationship of this trilogy yes. so
2: yeah and that we have to I, right. get rid of we have to get rid of the seed of this evil once and for all and right, right. that's what's going to bring the galaxy back to peace.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Well and like and and it works really well just again like again like yes I don't I don't love it for how it is but I love these themes that you guys are unpacking. And right. again like the way it mirrors um the revenge of the Sith all the revenge of the Sith stuff right was about centralizing this lightsaber fight between Anakin and Obi-Wan cuz it all comes back to them. And the same was true with that Return of the Jedi teaser we got back in 1983, where it's actually Empire Strikes Back, Luke and Vader dueling on the poster. But again, that this trilogy is summed up in their relationship. So, you know, great point there, Katie, about how the sequel trilogy is ultimately summed up in the relationship of these two characters. So, Mm -hmm. again, just visually, I love it. I love that it's about that, right? It's always been about this conflict between two people who are in de- intensely, personally close to one another in some way, shape, or form? Um, that's been true for every trilogy. So to get that back visually is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. Um, did you want to say anything else about the um, the ten seconds of footage, Carl? Before yes.
1: we. Yeah. All right. What do you want to say? First off, Poe <laughs> Dameron, super hot. Uh, oh, yes. Secondly, Thank you. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Secondly, Finn, also super hot. love that new super hair. Super hot. Hair, just... hair style is great. Ray, marry I, me. Um, yes. I, I I think we could just <laughs> include super hot
2: in mm. terms of... Every True. thing in that thing, you know, yes. everything in that in those. so yeah, but, uh, yeah, you know,
1: it's like but to be fair, to be fair to be fair, I think the thing I love the most though, and Katie, this I'm sure you'll want to jump out the window because I feel like you'll have something yeah. to say yeah. when Ray is looking at Finn and says it's too dangerous, I have to go alone, go
0: alone. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh and,
1: and like oh. I immediately just um, you know, I was like But they won't let her because that's her family now, and I love them, right? Like that's why you know I love like that is such a ray statement, and it's not coming from a place of arrogance or um, Mm. pompous sense of pride. It's I love you all of you, and this is dangerous. Mm. I'm this. I'm still this solo scavenger. I'll take care of Mm. this type of a thing. But again, this is obviously conjecture. But to me, it's like <laughs> Finn and then Poe and Chewie and three PO and whoever the hell Rose. else Rose, Rose, you know, um, they're going to be like, no, we're going with you, and that's because oh. again, that's Star Wars. It's found family, and and this family that Ray has, and and again, just I I want to reiterate a thousand times, I'm just so excited that our all of our heroes are going on an adventure together. <laughs> um, yes, but, yes. Uh, Yes. You know, I, uh, yeah. I am, I'm just so excited for that simple statement from Ray says so much about how she sees herself within the story as it comes to its conclusion, but we're going to see how she in some way can't do this on her own. And that's the beauty. You don't have to, oh, you know, yeah. we're, we're never alone like, in this. So. Yeah,
0: no, I totally agree. I love that she has this support system now and that they're all coming with her. I do think ultimately she will have to go on her own because if it does come back to her and Kylo, you know Luke could not have walked into that room with Vader. You know the throne room with Leia and everybody. You know what I mean? He he did need to walk into that room alone and confront Vader on his own. You yeah. know that was that was very much his, or maybe that was his mistake. I don't I don't know. I I, I don't know. I I do think she and Kylo have things to work out that they need to work out alone sure. with each other. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know, maybe bringing everybody with her to talk Ben Solo down, maybe that's what he needs. I don't know. I, I'm conflicted now.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, that's fair. I mean, I think in some way, sure, uh, the two of them will probably have to, in on their own, figure all that mm-hmm. out. But I just think yeah. kind of the grand scheme of things though, right? Like, oh, this is, this is going to be super dangerous. I've got to go on this adventure alone where it's like, nope, you don't, right? Yeah, I don't know. yeah, exactly. Um,
0: you have a family now. And, and
1: think of it too, like even just thematically, right? The reason you – know, one of the major themes of Last Jedi is that of failure, right? And how we respond to our failures. Mm-hmm. Last Jedi is ultimately a failure for so many of the heroes because they try to do it alone. Right. Yeah. Like Poe and Finn yeah. are trying to hatch something on their own. They're doing it on, you know, out of the, the guys of, uh, out of the gaze of others. Ray's going yeah. off on this adventure on her own. You know, she's, she's venturing all around Octobe doing her own thing. I mean, understandably Luke's being a pain in the ass. Um, but, uh, <laughs> you know, like, but ult- and, and Luke, again, he's off on his own. That's his ultimate yeah. failure is he thinks that he has to seclude himself. Um, so Last Jedi is ultimately about everybody's failure because they're trying to go it alone. Um, and I think just, yeah. you know, for her to, to in some way make that, make that statement um, in this third act, in this third part of the final film, for her to, to say that statement, I just feel like, no, like, that's, no,
0: that's why, that's why
1: everyone failed last time, because you. you tried to go it alone. So. Well, you
0: remember, like, when Poe was coming up with his whole big plan and C-3PO's in the background all like, I'm not sure Admiral Holdo would, would like that. You know, he's yeah. like, maybe, maybe not. And, and and then Poe's just like, well, she doesn't need to know. Right. And like, what has Anthony has been saying? You know, he was saying it all at the Episode 9 panel about how nobody listens to C-3PO and maybe you should all be listening to C-3PO. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, you guys listen, listen to C-3PO, which is like. Yeah, can we talk about stuff that wasn't in the actual footage that you know people sure. have been? Yeah, one of the things is apparently one of the clips was C three PO with red eyes. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, That's you guys, a little freaky! Do you guys know this? You, no, like, I didn't know
1: that. I did that not one. know about I that. Know There's about the big that. one that I've heard yeah, about. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay.
2: we get in there. We get in
1: there. <laughs> I, didn't, I had no idea about three PO.
0: Yeah, yeah um, one of the that. shots is uh, yeah, and um, because you know reports vary. Some people think that maybe it was light reflecting off of his eyes, like he shut okay. down, and there's a red light reflecting on his eyes. Other people are saying no, his eyes were glowing red. Either way, I'm a little I'm a little shook, <laughs> you guys.
1: <laughs> How could you not? <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm 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 theorizing. You know, they keep saying that C-3PO is really going to step up this episode, and he's. I'm thinking it has to do with CPO's memories. Honestly, yeah. I think we're coming back to oh. C3PO knows doesn't know that he knows.
2: <laughs> you know? Oh, that would be cool.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking if he is shut down, then maybe yeah they're they're doing something with his memory core or something. Or if his eyes turned red, it's because I don't know something went weird with three PO. I don't know, you guys, but
1: mm-hmm. we can speculate wildly. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, I, I had no I, idea about that.
2: Yeah, that's interesting.
0: Or maybe uh, it's just CP3X, the protocol droid uh, that Darth Maul made.
2: <laughs> I, was, I was saying, when is she going to bring up CP3X? <laughs> so,
0: there, yeah, yep, there he is. There yeah. we go.
2: All right. Um, I mean, and everybody's been talking about, 3 oh, PO is going to be like you know, murder robot this time, and so it's like you know, he's going to have a gun. You know, there's that, there was that one poster that was released, right. you know. He's holding the bowcaster. They may or may not be legit. Um, and he's holding, like, a, a bowcaster or something, and it's like, okay, that's weird. But maybe if they're at their last, you know, wit's end, you know, whatever, yeah. you know, they arm everyone, including the protocol droid. Yeah, just yeah. like,
0: get a, here's the blaster, 3PO. I'm not sure this is hold the blaster, 3PO. <laughs> I'm
2: not going to say it again. <laughs> Oh, dear, oh, no, dear. Um. <laughs> Die, Jedi, dogs! Oh, what did <laughs> I, I say? <laughs> 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 That's so good.
1: um, Oh, goodness. So was uh, was the only other, like, the, the big thing that I heard, obviously, that came from the, the sizzle reel is... Ray with a double-bladed red light.
0: Ray with a double-bladed lightsaber.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Wow. I heard it was Ray in a in black with a red double-bladed lightsaber.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, that's what it is. So the description I've heard is that okay, so you know we're looking at at um, Kylo, we're looking at the Vader helmet, and then the screen goes dark for too long, like it goes dark, and then you hear Palpatine saying, "Your journey reaches its end." And then cut to Ray in a black robe with like her staff, but she like unsnaps it, you know, it's like folded over and then she snaps it together and it turns into a double bladed red lightsaber. Oh. Like you know? Uh, like, okay. like whoa, yeah. It's apparently it is a moment. I'm here for it. You guys I need to tell you something. <laughs> I need to tell you. I'm actually technically no longer human. I am now a she-beast of vindication. (laughs) So, yeah, two years ago, July 2012, sorry, 2017. That was more than two years ago. (laughs) Oh, my God. Two years ago, July 2017, I tweeted, quote, if Rey ever wields a double-bladed lightsaber, I will shed my mortal cocoon and rise as a she-beast of vindication. (laughs)
2: She's like, oh, like, a with the she beast of vindication. Oh, there, <laughs> <a gentleman>.
0: ah! <laughs> oh I'm alive. I, I'm living. I'm actually living. Who knew that Ray was actually Darth Maul's daughter? Oh, wait, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> I've been saying. I've been saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: And of course, oh. now the whole thing is—you know—the the the internet is starting to speculate. Oh, is she going to go dark? Is she going to go dark? Is she going? to No, folks. This is a vision, ladies and no, gentlemen. No,
0: mm-mm, I disagree. Uh, I, think, uh, <laughs> I think she is going dark. Well, not that she's going dark, but that she is letting. She's letting herself express her, uh, you know, yeah, her dark side. She's letting herself have that because. She needs to let herself have it, you guys. Before she she has to work through it before she can move past it, is what I think. Hmm.
2: Yeah,
0: but I I totally understand. I think think that's entirely.
2: I mean, i I would. I'm totally on board with with that probably being the case, but I still think Mm -hmm. that that's happening within a vision. You know, okay. I mean, I still think that would be happening within a vision because I don't. With with everything else that we've seen from Rise of Skywalker, granted it hasn't been much. Ray has always been in this white you know mm-hmm. and yeah. and you know that she's been this beacon of goodness and i i i am convinced that you know should this actually be the case when we watch the sizzle reel tomorrow and that you know nope this hasn't been like some cruel joke that everyone's been you know playing on us (laughs) (laughs) on the weekend (laughs) um then i i will sit there and say until i see the movie it's a vision of some sort because what happened when we got the trailers for uh you know force awakens we got you know the the knights of ren and all this other stuff that happened in a vision You know. Okay. And 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 they played that Knights of Ren clip in the trailer as if it was something in the movie that had more consequence than a vision. Not that vision didn't have consequence, but um that it was part of the story. And the the stuff with Luke in The Last Jedi watching the temple burn, which we figured was a, a flashback of some sort, ended up being a flashback, but we're sitting there watching him, you know, see this happen with R2 um but they play it like that in in the trailer you know so i i don't know i'm 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 convinced at this point until i see you know anything that starts to say otherwise that, that this is going to be a vision of some sort which mm. freaking cool vision <laughs> um you know uh, ray mall um yes ray mall walker <laughs> yes ray mall walker <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh you know i Everyone's wanted it.
0: Yeah, well, see, so. here, here's my thought. Here's my thought. This is movie three, and both Anakin and Luke started wearing black in movie three. Mm. In, yeah. Of their trilogy, yeah. That's that's my thought. You know, I just, okay. Yeah. That,
2: okay. That's a
1: good point. point granted.
0: Thank you. <laughs>
1: point taken. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's, Real quick, did, did, did this sizzle reel, is it? A, is it? An, is it not behind the scenes? Then is it just like footage from the film? Yeah, it's footage from the film, like Giddy sh- up. straight up. Sweet. Yeah,
0: yeah. But it's not we're, a trailer. No, it's not a trailer. Okay. it's like it's more like a teaser. Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, uh, but so teaser has, two essentially. Teaser yeah. two.
0: Yeah, but it has new footage. Is what what we're hearing.
1: Awesome. Okay, I'm so yeah. excited.
0: <laughs> yes yeah, good morning america oh is on
1: early thank god <laughs>
0: oh, i'm i'm so excited i'm sorry but like when they gave ray the staff they were writing a check for a double-bladed lightsaber that i need that they had to cash i'm sorry jj abrams you don't write that check and don't cash it okay <laughs> yeah.
2: like, i mean oh. <laughs> We all talked about that early on when we saw her with the with the staff. We're like, right. "Well, what if she gets a double bladed lightsaber?" It's, it's a know. natural
0: progression, okay? Like Episode One, double bladed lightsaber. The saga has to end where it began, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it took us eight movies to get back here, but it was worth it.
1: <laughs> uh, you know, without you know, it's it's tough to just like not being able to see it. Still, like it's hard to make mm. strong conjecture and even even seeing it, again it's probably gonna be like a two second thing right, right. that we're gonna yes. we're gonna sp- spill all sorts of thoughts and feelings into which is again our right as star wars fans um but uh i don't know like the thing about ray too right so one of the big things that I, remind me if this was in a trailer or also a sizzle reel but when we got that clip for last jedi of ray you know wielding kylo's lightsaber right people right. like immediately went like, oh, she's going to go dark side, right? Like, that's where people <laughs> immediately <laughs> jumped. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, what what did we learn now with Last Jedi? Why does she call Kylo's lightsaber? Well, because is a survivor. She uses what's available, right? Um, yeah. I mean, her whole notion of going off of Octo to find Kylo, I'm still of the opinion it's more because she thinks Kylo can serve a greater purpose than it's a strong emotional connection. Um, Mm. Well, I don't know. I I guess there could have been, and then it it gets shut down because he's still an ass. Um, But uh, (laughs) um, I think, you know, to me, it could be like, why is she wearing dark? I love your notion, Katie, because that's what our heroes are always wearing in the final act.
2: Yeah. Um, And why (laughs) is it a
1: double-bladed red lightsaber? Who knows? Maybe it's an artifact she finds, and she just knows how to yield it. Wield it, excuse me. Um, Yeah. She's yielding to oncoming traffic. Um, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, like, you know, I, I'm again, without having seen it and who even after seeing, it, I'm not that this will get any more credibility, but I, I tend towards the camp of what you were thinking. Jason is like, it could just be a vision, but I also like, you know, Katie also love your thematic reasons for why it's important for her working through her darkness. Um, yeah. and I also just feel like it could, it could just simply be again, another kind of uh, What we got with Last Jedi in the sense of she'll pick up and use whatever she needs because that's what Rey does, right? Yeah. So why is it a red double-blade lightsaber? Who knows? Maybe they've stumbled across a bunch of Sith artifacts and her lightsaber's lost somewhere. So, oh, cool. I know how to fight with one of these. I'm going to kick some ass, you know? Um, Right. So (laughs) who knows, right? But, like, it's just – like you, like you were saying, like it's it's something we've been speculating since Force Awakens came out that Ray yeah. h- has been built up to be this character, right? And even her staff, the the hilt of this, not the hilt, but the the top of the staff looks like yeah. Darth Maul's lightsaber hilt.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Right? yeah. Well, you like, bet I noticed. Yeah. You Bet I did. Why does her staff look like Darth Maul's lightsaber? Literally. Yeah. <laughs> it, right? it so, was
2: it was. It yeah. was something that we were all talking about looking at the costumes there at at uh you know celebration that you were like that's dark yeah, yeah stuff too
0: yeah
1: <laughs> so you know it's uh oh, man i i'm just excited like you said Kate, i'm just glad that it took us eight movies to get back to it but i'm, yeah, I'm just, I guess. you know i mean grand what? yes, pong Krell did have two of them in in clone wars but um he was but he was yeah he was the worst um but uh, Dark- yeah, I'm so excited to see to see that clip tomorrow. Can't Darth wait. Darth
0: Maul is gonna show up in episode <laughs> nine. I've been saying he's gonna <laughs> offer zero explanation, like none, none. He just walks in. Don't ask questions. I'm your dad. Here's my lightsaber, and then he just leaves. And Ray's like, like my father before me. And she, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's gonna be so good. It's I'm calling it now.
2: Oh, my gosh. Uh, Wouldn't that just be one of the weirdest things from Palpatine's, you know, (laughs) past to come back and haunt him? It's like, you again? (laughs) (laughs) I thought I killed you.
0: Twice. (laughs) 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 Twice. Oh my gosh! Darth Maul is just like he's just like okay, so yeah. Ray is facing down Palpatine. Maul just walks into the room, hands her his lightsaber, and Palpatine's like, "What are you doing here?" And Maul's just like he's just looking at at, at Ray, and he's like, "You hear something? I don't hear nothing. I just hear someone who's about to get beat." And then he just <laughs> walks away. <laughs> does not give Palpatine the time of day. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Living, uh,
2: okay. and that's all, and that's all Maul does. He yeah, walks exactly. in, hands her a lightsaber, and leaves. That's and we- it
0: that's it because that's the thing no explanation Mal, darth Maul finally learned that living well is the best revenge <laughs> <That's->
2: <laughs>
0: oh, my Excited. oh
2: my gosh this is ridiculous i love it so much oh uh, thank you thank you for that sidebar katie
0: um, Anytime. <laughs> anytime oh, oh my
1: goodness well you know until, else and, we wanna, yeah, I mean, until tomorrow when we get that sizzle reel and, <laughs> um, you know, obviously we may just have to revisit some of that. And when we record again next week, yeah. just, just touch yeah. it at least to see, see what's there. Um, I mean, those are the only things I've heard mentioned. So I'm just curious what else is there. I wonder if it's just a lot of footage we've already seen, Um, but uh, I don't care. I'm just, I'm excited to see more of it. <laughs> so mm-hmm. yep. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, no, there, there's, there's,
2: there's some good stuff coming down the road for Star Wars, and I'm excited. You know, Rise yeah. of Skywalker, Mandalorian, Resistance, Kenobi, Clone Wars. Uh, let's you know, draw a card, pick a card. What's next? You know, it's like I don't know. I I just I just I'm stop. He's
0: already dead. He's already dead. <laughs>
2: <laughs> stop. <laughs> There's so much. And and I I'm loving it right now. I, I love these weekends because it's like, all right, here's everything you've been talking and speculating about. Here's what we can confirm. Here's some new stuff to for you to speculate about. And we'll see you next year. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> you know <laughs>
1: So Yeah. Go. Uh it's, oh. it's just a very exciting time. You it know,
2: is it really is. So, I, do we have anything else we we need to talk about? Um, no. I was just gonna
1: say. any of you who didn't know that you and (laughs) McGregor could sing like an angel, you're welcome. You
0: can. Gosh, I have to go watch that movie, Carl.
1: Ah, I just, you know, oh my gosh. Come
0: over to my house, we'll watch it together. I love
1: it so much. It's such a good movie.
0: (laughs) Inside an elephant.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear Oh, my goodness. All right. All right. Sorry. Done playing around.
2: I, okay. I, I right. think I think we're I think we're gonna wind down this episode, ladies and gentlemen. Um, just a quick reminder: our our matchup for next episode is going to be uh, Darth Sidious versus Mother Talzin in the Force mm-hmm. Duel. So definitely uh, keep an eye out for that. Carl, if people want to weigh in on the matchup or, or anything else that uh, came out of D twenty three that we talked about this week, uh, where can people do that?
1: Uh, of course, over on Twitter, you can follow us at Wampas Lair. We're on Facebook at Wampas Lair Podcast, and you can always email us at wampaslairpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, Katie, I feel like you're going to have some things to say tomorrow morning. Where can people hear all those thoughts?
0: Uh, you guys can follow me at She Beast of Vindication. <laughs> <laughs> No, for real though. I'm at #hotTamron, and yeah, I'm gonna have some things to say. Oh my
1: god! Please, (laughs) you gotta change your Twitter handle.
0: (laughs) (laughs) For (laughs) real though, it's it's my display name now. It is. I
1: love it. I love it. (laughs) I didn't notice.
2: (laughs) All right. Well. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Wampus Lair Podcast. This has been episode number 346, D23, Extravaganza! Uh, For Carl and the She-Beast of Vindication, I'm Jason, and we will see you next time here in the Wampus Lair.